Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I just wanted to hop on here. Um, I am kind of going through a rough time and I just wanted to um, glorify God and really just um, use this as an opportunity to share with you kind of what's going on and, you know, um, give the Lord the glory through it all because despite our highs and lows, He is deserving he is good and he takes care of us um, no matter what and uh, you know the devil wants to knock us down he wants us to be distracted he wants us to be consumed by what we're going through and what we're looking at and what we see and he wants us to be consumed with our own comfort and our lives and and what we want and you know just through the past couple man years it feels like at this point the Lord is just really teaching me about denying myself, um, what it means to suffer well, how to fight against the enemy, um, in a way that is glorifying to the Lord and is good for us and good for those that are looking at our lives. Um, because the Lord does use things that we go through, whether they're brought on by the enemy ourselves or even tests or trials that the Lord allows us to go through. And he uses those to bring glory to his name, to show people how much he does love us and care about us, to show people how powerful and good that he really is. Um, And I can tell you right now that despite all the things that me and my family have gone through in the last few years, I can say with 100% confidence that God is good and that he loves us and that he has a plan for us and there is nothing in this world that could happen that would take that away there's nothing in this world whether happening around us to us um or you know that we're watching somewhere else happening that could could take place that would detract from the goodness of god he is just faithful. He is kind. He is just. He's generous. Um, Ephesians 3.20 says that um, God is able to do exceedingly more than we ask or imagine because of Jesus's power at work within us. And I want to encourage you guys that that is true, that it is a trustworthy saying that God can be trusted because when we release our will and our lives to him what he does with it is incredible and um, like I said life has been hard lately it's been there's been good in it of course but it is it has been very hard Um, and it just like I said feels like one thing after the other at this point and um, you know I have family members who are struggling with anxiety and depression I have family members struggling with drug addiction I've can't t- I can't tell you how many times I've driven people to the hospital in the last few years. I can't tell you how many times um, we've had you know near death experiences with family members. Um, my sister's dog died. Our childhood dog died. Literally twenty minutes ago, um, my sister's dog died last year. Um, you know I'm watching people in my family, um, you know, close and extended in these huge hills and valleys in their faith, you know, 
wondering where they stand with the Lord and not wanting anybody to to die in their sin and to not spend eternity with the Lord. I have uh, an alcoholic family, multiple alcoholic family members watching them, hearing them, experiencing that. Um, there's just a lot that's going on and it feels like, you know, I'm in the middle of the ocean by myself and waves are just smacking me in the face. One, and just when I catch my breath, if you've ever been to a beach, you know how this is. Just when you catch your breath, you turn around and there's another one. And it makes it hard to focus, to get a plan of um, where I'm going to go next, what I'm going to do. It's very distracting. It's very heart-wrenching to continue to go through hard things, watching people that you love, family members that you love, struggle so hard and so deeply, wondering how can it be turned into good. But just like Joseph and Jesus, what the enemy or what anybody has intended for evil, God intended it for good. And I know that God is still good. He has still shown mercy upon my family. He has still um, planned good things for us. And he is still making a way in the wilderness, splitting seas and guiding us with pillars of fire and pillars of, of smoke. And I know that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, that the Lord is making us more like himself so that we can one day stand before him and be pure and blameless and hear those words well done my good and faithful servant but let me tell you it is so difficult to remain faithful to the Lord and to continue walking uh, close with him when you know it feels like life's falling apart And you guys know, um, for those of you who know me and have listened for a while, that I do struggle with anxiety. And so um, hard situations are just a little bit harder sometimes because um, stress naturally makes me a little bit more on edge, which increases the likelihood of uh, having anxiety attacks and, um, you know, not sleeping well and all that good stuff, all combined. But I know that a lot of it is an attack from the enemy. I know that he is trying to pull me off course. I know that he is trying to distract me so that I wouldn't um, draw near to the Lord. Um, I know that God is calling me into some new things here pretty soon. And I know that because I prayed and sought the Lord, sought godly wisdom, read his word, and trust that that is what I heard from God. And so I know that the enemy doesn't want me to follow through with walking in obedience to what the Lord is calling me to do. So I know that that's part of it, but I also know that um, that life is just hard. And I also know that God 
tests us to know what's in our heart. He tests us to reveal our sin to us. He tests us to reveal our faithfulness to him to us. He tests us to grow a reliance and dependence upon him. For the past two months, it feels like every week or so, every couple weeks, God brings me back to Deuteronomy chapter 8. And the Lord specifically says, I tested you to know what was in your heart to see if you would obey my commands. And then he also says that I caused you to hunger and then fed you with manna, a food you have never seen nor experienced before. And so I know that in this like really difficult season of my family's life and of my life that God is testing us to see what's in our heart, to show us our deficiencies and to bring us to a place where we recognize that we are in constant need. We are needy people. That we're in constant need of God's grace. We're in constant need of his mercy, of his strength. We're in constant need of his, of his uh, forgiveness. We're in constant need of his power. And also the the second part to that of him causing his people to hunger so that he could be the one to feed them. He's causing us to not be able to depend on the things that have given us comfort in the past and in the present so that we could walk into the future that he has for us depending on him for our sustenance, for our comfort, for our stability, for our happiness, our joy. The Lord doesn't want us to depend on anybody but Him because that's what we were created to do. We were created for an intimate, personal relationship with Him where we share everything with Him and He is a friend to us. He's a father to us. It's kind of like when you become an adult and um, I pray that this would be true of your lives, but when we become an adult that our parents or our parental figures or the adults that were in our lives um, that we were close with when we were kids. Now that we're adults, they're, we have a different relationship with them. They're like our friends now. And of course we respect them, but it's a different view. And we get to have both with God. He's our father, but he's our friend. He's our savior, but he's our judge. He's our king, but he's our brother. It's a beautiful picture of this all-encompassing relationship that we have with the Lord, that He fills every role that we need in our lives and gives us exactly what we need from each of those roles. He created us to be disciplined and to need a, a figure of authority. So His Godship, His Kingship, His Lordship is that. He created us to need a parental loving figure to... Um, to love us, to give us discipline when necessary, to guide us. He is that. He created us to need friendship. He said it is not good for man to be alone, so he became that for us. He gave us his spirit to dwell in us. He told his, the prophets of old um, that he would sit with them as he sat with friends and spoke to them, um, like with Moses. And, you know, he knew that we needed people close to us. So he said those who who do the will of my father and who obey me are my mother, brothers, and sisters. We are his family. We are now co-heirs with Christ because God has adopted us to sonship. And I know that Jesus is all of those things for us. We are being comforted in the midst of those things so that we will be dependent on his comfort and not anybody else's comfort. 
We're getting dependent on his comfort so that we can go comfort others and share the gospel with people and be able to say, you know what? Life is so hard. And and as Paul talked about in, I believe it's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, where it says, we despaired of even life itself. And it was beyond our ability to bear. But this happened so that we may not rely on ourselves, but that we may rely on God. He has delivered us once, and I know that he will deliver us again. It is for that reason that he is allowing us to go through what we're going through to receive comfort from him alone so that we can know and depend on God, so that we can experience his faithfulness and his goodness, so we can know that there is no other name but Jesus. There is no other place that salvation comes. There's no other place where joy comes. Jesus says that he did not... And the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but he has come so that we have, we may have life and have it to the full. He, he came so that we could have peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Peace that the world doesn't give, but only peace that he can give. He has come so that we would know the goodness of God. He would come so that we would repent. This kindness of God is intended to bring us to repentance so that we would be in good standing with the Lord and so that we could spend eternity with Him where all of these sorrows and things that we go through in this day and age will never be again. There will never be another tear shed. There will be no more death. There will be no more hate, no more angst, no more violence. No more separation. But instead, perfect unity, the exact unity that we were created for with God and with each other not bodies that can decay that are subject to cancer and heart attacks and high blood pressure and needing glasses and stomach aches and headaches none of that but we have to run to Jesus we have to run to the only one that even has a solution the only one that has the comfort that even has the ability to soothe the wounds that we have the only one that can save us from ourselves, from our sin. The only one. The world is going to try to throw at us and has for me thrown people and jobs and all these different things and material possessions and all these different things to try and gain our attention, to try to take our eyes off of the Lord so that we would seek comfort in those things instead. The enemy has come to throw us off, to to do um, what Jesus told us he would do in the parable of the sower, where seed was being sown on these different soils. And it says that this seed is like the soil um, where the devil comes and takes the word away, or where the cares of the life of life got in the way and this person didn't believe, or this person got distracted, or this person walked away, or this person got discouraged and, and fell because of the cares of the world. Well, I would just like to say that no, Satan, you may not have me in my family. No, world, you may not have me in my family. Yes, Jesus, you may have us. You are it. You are the only place, the only thing that could bring us comfort. And I just want to encourage you guys today to spend time before the Lord, to ask him to comfort you, to lay whatever you're struggling with or dealing with or going through at his feet and and tell him exactly how you're feeling. Cry. Let those tears out. Scream if you need to. 
give it up to the Lord and he sees you. He is the God who sees and he is the God who cares. So guys, I'm just going to leave it at that. Please pray for my family and I as we are really going at it and going uh, through it. Just pray that the enemy would not um, have any hold, that he his plans would be put to rest, thwarted, um, and that that the Lord's purposes would prevail. Thank you so much, guys. I love you all. Have a great day.